0: And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today. Islanders close out the regular season with a 3-2 overtime loss to the Boston Bruins that cements their spot in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we'll talk about their first-round matchup, break down the last game, and what to worry about concerning it uh, in just a few moments. But we've got a new podcast that will help you get Hockey Smart, the Crosscheck podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. It goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Crosscheck podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So, the Islanders fall 3-2 in overtime. Not their best game overall from one perspective, Uh, but in other ways, it was good. Uh, We'll break all of that down. We'll start to look ahead to the playoff series. We know who they're playing. We know what the Islanders' position is going to be in the first round of the playoffs, and we will talk about some important potential injuries that took place in that game last night against Boston that may very well have a big effect on the Islanders moving forward. Some news also about the Islanders' AHL affiliate in Bridgeport, and we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to discuss, feel free to contact the show via email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. If you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I'll be live tweeting during every Islanders game throughout the playoffs, as I did for nearly every Islanders game during the season, so uh, always great to chat with other Islander fans and to provide some instant analysis and insight into what's happening out there on the ice. The 3-2 loss to the Bruins in overtime, yes, the Islanders do indeed get a point out of this one. They finish the regular season which is now history with a 32-17 and 7 record that's 71 points in 56 games, 15 games over NHL 500. Uh 32 and 24 if you just go straight wins and losses, uh a solid overall season, but I guess the concern for a lot of Islander fans, would be that the Islanders started the season a lot stronger than they finished it, but we're going to talk about that and break it all down uh, over the course of this show and probably the next couple of shows, and also, don't forget, uh, later this week, we will have uh, probably two crossover episodes with our uh, host of Locked on Penguins, as we break down and preview the first round of the playoff series. Let's start with some of the positive things that came out of this game, and there definitely were a few. Uh, first of all, Matthew Barzal, a goal and an assist in this game. Uh, Barzy starting to come on, and that is a plus because, you know, Islander fans all know how critical... Matthew Barzal is to the success of this hockey team in the playoffs. If Barzy is slumping, the Islanders are in a little bit of trouble. Anthony Baviglia also picked up an assist that extended his point streak, and Baviglia is probably uh, the hottest player on ice offensively for the Islanders in recent games. Gotta love that Oliver Wallstrom got another goal and Wally continues to bounce back after slumping uh you know let's say over the last four or five games he's bounced back after going through a 10-game drought. So good to see that happening. Uh certainly the goaltending in this game overall was very, very strong. The Islanders basically uh played both Varlamov and Sorokin in this one, and the two of them combined for 35 saves, Uh, and and that is definitely a positive, and both of them playing very well over the course of the contest, so all of that certainly uh, encouraging, and I think that, you know, you can look at those factors and, and be relatively pleased with it. I think that the, the Islanders also, you know, struggling a little bit on the PK, the first goal that the Bruins scored was a power play goal, that has to be a concern, although as we mentioned yesterday, when we previewed this game, uh, the Bruins have very strong uh, special teams, and that certainly did end up making a difference over the course of this game all things considered the other thing i think the islanders did pretty well and this is critical uh especially in the first period the first period the islanders were outshot 18 to 4 and yet in spite of that being outshot better than 4 to 1 they were only down 1 to nothing at the end of that period and the only goal was the taylor hall power play goal in the final minute of the of the opening stanza and what the Islanders did pretty well, even though they allowed a lot of shots in that first period, even though they allowed a lot of zone time. In fact, they allowed so much zone time that it really almost looked like the ice was tilted that way because, you know, the Islanders, it seemed like most of the period was spent in the Islanders zone, but what they didn't do, I think was important. They did not turn the puck over a lot, they did make the safe pass out of the zone when they had the opportunity, and they did a good job, in the first period at least, of keeping the Bruins away from the high-quality scoring areas in front of the Islander goal. That is a key, because you can get outplayed in the Barry Trot system most of the time, even when the Islanders are playing good hockey, they allow more shots on goal than they take, but they limit the quality of those shots on goal, limit the scoring chances, the quality scoring chances. They did that in the first period, and that's why even though the shots on goal were so one-sided, they were only down one nothing, and that one goal was a power play goal. So, those were, in my mind, the big encouraging signs about this game. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the concerns coming out of this game, including a big injury concern, all that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds, personalized just for you in a matter of minutes. There are no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion worth of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free. By going to wealthfront.com slash locked on All you need is $500 to get started. You can grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's W E A L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL to get started today. So, here is the biggest takeaway from this game. Because, quite honestly, this game didn't mean a lot to the New York Islanders. The way it stood coming into this game was, if the Islanders won in regulation, and then Washington beat Boston in regulation today, uh, the Islanders could have passed Boston and finished in third place. That would have lined them up with the Washington Capitals in the first round rather than uh, with the Pittsburgh Penguins. The big advantage uh, essentially would have been if the fourth-place team upsets the first-place team and the Islanders finished third, they could have gotten home ice advantage in the second round of the playoffs. Now, that is no longer possible. But it was a long shot to begin with. But the, the key issue is the status of Simeon Varlamov. Varlamov was very, very good in this game, faced 27 shots in the first 40 minutes, saved 25 of them, and then did not show up for the third period. Uh, apparently, after the second period, he was talking to. Uh One of the trainers, and then he didn't return now. There is no update after the game uh on the status of Simeon Varlamov. essentially, for all we know, this could have been done for precautionary reasons, a very slight amount of soreness or a tweak of something, and Varley will be fine when the playoffs start, and we're expecting them to get underway this coming weekend, so it could be nothing. But the one thing you don't want to have happen is to have your starting goaltender compromised or unavailable for the playoffs. And if you look at the overall, you'll understand why, how very important Simeon Varlamov is to this Islanders team. His final record for the season for Varlamov, 19-11-4. He had seven shutouts, which leads the league, and he set a New Islanders record with a 2.05 goals against average over the course of the entire season, beating the old record held by Chico Resch, which was 2.08, which I believe he set back in 1975-76. Now, Obviously, that was an 80-game season. This one was only 56 games, so that does affect it a little bit. But the fact that Simeon Varlamov has set a new franchise record, you know, you could quibble, okay, Chico did it longer, so his season was a little better. You're still putting the season that Varlamov just had at the top of the greatest season's In Islanders history, and if you want to debate with me whether it was the best, the second best, the third best, the fact when you think back at all the seasons that the Islanders had, Hall of Famer Billy Smith, when they had Chico Resch, uh, you know, a lot of quality goaltenders with this franchise over the years, and the fact that Varlamov just had the lowest goals against average for a complete season tells you how important he is. His save percentage .929, which is second all time behind Robin Lehner, who Lehner was a 9297. Chico, uh, excuse me, uh, Varlamov a 9294. So the best goals against average in the NHL, the second uh, in Islanders history, the second best save percentage in Islanders history. Right now, Simeon Varlamov is playing at the top of his game, and the one thing the Islanders do not want to see, cannot afford to see, is for Simeon Varlamov to be injured heading into the playoffs. Again, follow on Twitter. We'll update you as soon as we hear anything uh, as far as an update on Varlamov's situation. Now, obviously, Ilya Sorokin is also playing well. He had a very strong third period. Can't fault him at all for the overtime game winner uh, that he gave up to Taylor Hall. That was just an outstanding play, but obviously, Varlamov was the catalyst in goal for the Islanders playoff success a year ago, and they ended up in the conference finals, and he is the more experienced goalie. Now, would I be concerned that Ilya Sorokin couldn't handle the Stanley Cup playoffs? No. Ilya Sorokin has already won a championship in the KHL. He is used to being in big game situations, and he has proven himself over the course of the season to be a very good NHL goaltender, but as of his rookie year, based on all the adjustments that he had to make over the course of the season, I don't think he's quite in the the at quite at the same level uh as Simeon Varlamov when it comes to who would you prefer in goal? during the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think the Islanders can win with Ilya Sorokin, but I think they have the best chance to win against the Penguins and beyond uh, with a healthy Simeon Varlamov in goal. So this could be a big one, and you sort of felt all of the Islanders holding their breaths, the whole you know fan base and the organization, once Varley did not come out For the third period. So we'll keep an eye on it. Hopefully it is nothing major and Varlamov is ready to go this weekend when the playoffs finally do get underway. We've got more to talk about, including our Islanders' birthday of the day, and also an interesting strategy used by Barry Trotz in this game that I thought was very smart. We'll talk about that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You can also bet on the second two legs of the Triple Crown. We have the Preakness and the Belmont coming up very soon, and you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC. MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your free 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, I am a hockey expert, but I am not an expert on cars. So for me, the best place to go is RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique, it's remarkably easy to navigate. And you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, RockAuto.com's prices are always reliably low, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to RockAuto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Want to wish a very happy 37th birthday to former Islanders center Ben Walter. He is a native of Beaconsfield, Quebec, and was drafted originally by the Boston Bruins in 2004 in the fifth round with the 160th overall pick Spent three productive seasons at UMass Lowell, including a 26-goal, 39-point season his final year there. Then turned professional. Spent some time in the Bruins organization before joining the Islanders in 2007-2008. Stayed with the Islanders uh, organization for two seasons before then joining the New Jersey Devils and finishing his career in the AHL and then in Europe. For Ben Walter, he played a total of 24 NHL games, had one goal, and that was with the New York Islanders. We're going to look back at his best game as a pro. Down in Tampa, Islanders visiting the Tampa Bay Lightning. Rick DiPietro, the goalie for the Islanders, Carrie Ramo is the goalie for the Lightning, and it was the Lightning getting on the board first, a couple of power play goals, Michelle Wiet, uh Wiette and Vincent LeCavalier scoring, and it was 2-0 Tampa Bay, but Bill Guerin gets the Islanders back into the game, and on the board, he scores his 21st from Brandon Witt and Radek Martinek at 17.05 of the first, after one, Islanders trailing, 2-1. to In the second period, Ruslan Fedotenko ties it for the Islanders, his 16th from Trent Hunter, and it's a 2-2 hockey game. But the Lightning got two more late in the second period, one by Jeff Halpern, one by Nick Ternaski, and it was a 4-2 Bolts lead after 40 minutes. In the third, Vincent LeCavalier gets his second of the game to extend the Tampa lead, but then the Islanders get a power play with Jeff Halpern in the box for holding Ben Walter. Our Islanders' birthday of the day scores his first career NHL goal. It was a power play goal. Blake Como and Brian Barrard with the assist. Vincent LeCavalier then completes the hat trick. The Lightning score two other goals in the third period. Mike Comrie got one in the final minute from Bill Guerin and Rick DiPietro. To make it a little closer, but the Islanders badly outclassed in this flashback game, 8-4 by the Lightning. But for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ben Walter, this was his only career NHL goal. Again, he played two games for the New Jersey Devils the year after he left the Islanders. Spent most of his time in the AHL for another three seasons and then headed out to Sweden. Uh, Finland and Austria to finish his career, which ended after the 2017-2018 season. So a very happy 37th birthday to Ben Walter, oh so briefly a member of the New York Islanders, uh, essentially playing 12 games for the Isles, and this game that we mentioned was his only NHL goal. So one strategy that the Islanders came out with in this game. Game was tied late 2-2, and with about a minute and a half or so left, uh, Barry Trotz pulling Ilya Sorokin out of the goal and trying to get that game winner, uh, and that, I think, was a smart move because, quite honestly, the Islanders had nothing to lose. If they lost in regulation, they were going to finish fourth. If they If the game went to overtime or a shootout, they were going to finish fourth. The only way they kept that chance of finishing third alive was to win in regulation. So he pulls the goalie with about a minute and a half left in regulation and basically says, hey, let's go for it. Let's try to get that game-winning goal under our belts. And look, it, it did not end up working. The Islanders did not score but I liked the braveness of it, the 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 idea behind it, and I think overall it was a very smart move. Now, the Islanders did make an announcement yesterday. Uh, they now have changed the name of their American Hockey League team. The Bridgeport Sound Tigers are now going to be known as the Bridgeport Islanders, and they do indeed have a a new logo, and they, you know, put that up on their website, uh, both the Islanders website and the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, or now Bridgeport Islanders website, so essentially, uh, you know, the new logo has a stick that helps form uh, the letter B, and essentially is designed to create a closer, feeling of cohesion between the Islanders and their top farm team. Now, don't forget, on tomorrow's show, we have our weekly farm report. We'll talk about this, and we'll also take a look at the Islanders players who accomplished the most during this very strange abbreviated AHL season. So, uh, make sure you join us for that. We'll also start to look ahead to the series against the Pittsburgh Penguins. It should be a great series between two very closely matched teams. You know, you you talk all you want about this being the one versus four series, Uh, and yet at the end of the day, when you look at it, the uh, number of points separating the Islanders and the Penguins. Islanders had Uh, a grand total of 71 points, the Penguins 77, so three games separating these two teams uh, over a 56-game schedule. Should be a great series. We will look at it from so many different angles. We'll do our crossover episode, and uh, it should really, will give you a lot of insight as to what's coming down the pike. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for us today. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And hey, it's playoff time. So of course, let's go Islanders.